Welcome to our very first podcast episode. I'm here with Mr. Dan Taro. My name is Ryan Duncan, and we're going to be talking to you about a bunch of really awesome things. Dan, what are we speaking about today? Today, we're going to talk about why SaaS and e-learning founders are having problems with AI, what it might be doing to help grow your business, how it might be actually destroying your business internally. Um, We'll talk about team culture, how that's going to affect building a great team and how to actually build up your company for the long term, not just a win in the first month or two, right? Mm -hmm. And what else are we talking about, right? We're going to also go over the outreach strategy and how holistically is probably one of the best things you can be doing for your SaaS or e-learning business. So without further ado, let's get right into the episode. Dan, super awesome to have you here. Our first video together in person, no longer doing a Zoom video session or (laughs) webinar or a Loom video. We finally have a videographer here and we're able to sit down and have a conversation. What are we talking about today? Well, today I think for a lot of the people that we've talked to, Mm -hmm. it makes sense to talk about e-learning, SaaS companies, how do they acquire more customers? And how do you keep customers longer? Basically, how do you build your business to be more sustainable in the long run? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and just for the viewers that might have not seen any of the stuff that we've done before, like what do we do as a company at Cyrusgate? Yeah, so what we do is we spend time building out systems, acquisition systems, as well as placing people within your company so that you can spend more time building your actual company and less time in it, you know, trying to get new customers yourself um, and making that sort of an on autopilot, basically. For sure. One of the key things I think that we have with SaaS founders and e-learning founders is the, the time and time again, we have the one question, how do I acquire more customers? And what are we finding at the moment? So it's interesting. It depends, you know, what your product is, but what we're seeing is that a lot of people, like, I don't know about you and your LinkedIn, but mine is full. My message box yeah. is full of just spam, copy, paste, Everyone has gotten on the, the bandwagon of, hey, I've got a new AI app or I'm yeah. on Wallaxy or whatever, so and I'm going to send out 10,000 DMs today yeah. that are all the same. And it's like, hey, business owner, I see you are also in X industry niche. Uh, let's have a coffee chat. Uh, how many how many of those chats have you actually got on, Ryan? Oh, quite a few. Like of a coffee chat when someone, when a robot is like, oh, ro- to you from, and from, like from, sorry, from a robot. No, none at all. It, it, you can just tell like instantly there's no... The, the unless it's like a really really good bot that has like a deep understanding of like the specific customer you're going for it doesn't have that human value and you don't connect with it inside of the dm that's so that's what i'm saying i got so many of these i've never been on uh, Mm. one of these coffee chat calls it's just it's like hey i need something from you please 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 get on a call with me i beg you yeah and you're like no i don't need this even if you're selling something amazing you're you're approaching me in such a a way that just pushes me back yeah you know i don't want anything to do with it so what I'm, th- what I'm seeing is like, this is one place where what we've been able to do is implement this with our team, right? And yep. you wake up on the morning and, you know, just like today, you see you have three calls booked in for Monday morning, yep. back to back to back, right? And, yep. and we don't even use this, we're not using AI or something that looks cool. Yep. You know, we've just developed a system and know how to do the messaging, how to reach out, how to do the right numbers so that it's impossible not to have meetings. Yeah, exactly. And I think like from an, from an industry's perspective, if you've worked with appointment setters and you've worked with growth setters, they are like literally horny to get a call booked in. Like, and they don't, they don't push in the right ways. You know, it's, I relate a lot of the things that we do with our team and our trainings back to relationships. You don't just go up to someone and ask them to jump into bed with you straight away. You have to build rapport and you have to 
figure out and, and qualify the client before you ask for that call. And that's one thing that we implemented with our team very, very early on was as much as the objective is to book in calls, please do it in the right ways first. It's better for you to have a conversation with someone and to, to sit down and, or, or text with them for a little while before you engage in going, hey, let's book in a call. And so when our team started to implement that, the, the results weren't immediate, but in like within a week or two weeks, our team is consistently booking in calls and with very, very high qualified clients. And it's because there is that human aspect behind it, right? Because we're training them and teaching them to go, hey, like, oh, hey, Dan, how are you? Nice to meet you. How is your day going so far? And having those questions, not going, hey, Dan, super cool business, book on a call so we can close you on a, on a deal or for our system. 100%. And I'm finding that like the whole team has grown in that way. I think the other thing is that what you're saying is taking your ego out of it or the need immediately mm. to book a call, right? Most people just think, ah, oh, okay, I'm going to write a messaging sequence to booking calls and it's going to start out with, hey, this is what I do. Here's who I am. Book in a call with me. I'm awesome, right? That's yeah. usually how most messages go yeah. that I see. No, that's right? very true. I never respond to them, right? And most people don't respond to them. I've also sent them out because it was my mistake at the beginning. I thought, oh, this is how you do it. But what I realized is that if you're taking your ego out of it and trying to make it about how can we have a real conversation? How can I actually provide value to you? Even if you never become a client, I just want to give out as much free information. And like, just like this, right? We want to make a podcast to give away all of the, the tips, tricks, everything we learn that are scaling companies, you know, adding an extra hundred, two hundred thousand $200,000 in monthly recurring revenue. Yep. It's because we're doing these things like, right, you know, so that's what I see. Taking the ego out of the message yeah. is something that helps you. It's very true. And I, I think a lot of our clients would, would agree on this. And feel free to comment below if uh, any of you guys are watching. But when they jump on a call with myself, and yes, in essence, it is a sales call. And we are here to make money. That's what you build a business for. In essence, you have to make money for the business to survive. But if you look back on the conversations and the recordings of each of those places before they became a client with us, it is just a genuine conversation to see, can we actually help them? We've turned away people where they are great people and we would work with them and they almost are like, I really want your service. But if we're not the right fit in terms of the product that's being sold to them, then we don't take them on. And we don't sit there and, and use sales tactics in our calls. It's no, we have just built a great product and a great service and I'm here to explain it to you and help you understand it and then invent the idea or the strategy for your company and to then figure out if this is the right fit for you. And so, you know, we've got agency partners now and referral partners where we're trying to really make sure that we are only servicing the right people for our agency and then make sure that you're getting the best product or service out of it as well. Right, because it doesn't benefit anyone when you're doing this and you have a partner that's not aligned, doesn't understand what you do, doesn't actually believe in the service or whatnot, or maybe they don't have enough money or maybe they're at a stage where they don't actually need it, right? You want yeah. to really be paired and we're turning away deals at this point because we're like, look, either you're not ready for this or you know, maybe you're at a different stage where actually you don't need this right now and you need something else, right? Then we're not going to sell them on something that they don't need. No, right? it's very true. So it's like, I, I, so it's so different for me because when I started out and, and when I see a lot of e-learning founders that, that we work with, they start out, they're like, I just need appointments. I just need people to buy my course. I just need people to download mm. my product. They don't even have that, right? But you yep. also want this targeting, this to make sure you're reaching out to the right people. Mm. And so I think maybe it take we should take a second and talk about how how do you find the right people? Yes. You know, because right now when we started, it was like you're getting on calls and you're like, oh, these guys don't have money. They're not able to to they don't have real businesses. You know, someone's in high school that came to us with a SaaS and we're like, 
look, you have zero users, you know, come yeah. back next week, <laughs> come yeah. back in like a year when you've actually built a, a, an empire, right? But how, how are we doing this? Well, we focus so much on, you know, consistently following through social media. It's a, it's a huge place to look for customers and that's where um, our team go and find people in there. Like one of the biggest things is Facebook groups. We've got a lot of results from Facebook groups and obviously our own Facebook group where the, you, you guys, some of you guys might be watching this video. Um, we have an acquisition strategy that filters people into Facebook groups or our team will join Facebook groups and go and find founders that way. Um, one of the really fun ones that we implemented, I think, which, which is awesome for anyone that wants to go and use it is find an influencer in your niche that, or in your industry, that's an influencer and go to their followers and nine times out of 10, there'll be a bunch of people in there that have the same interest because they're in the same industry. And those are the people that you want to go and message. And when you do go message those people or you message like someone who's got a higher following rate, click on their account, then click on another social media or find them on a, on a different social media platform. And connect with them that way because this open rate is more successful in that. So if you have the omni-channel outreach, like yeah. you found someone on Facebook, but you follow their LinkedIn, yeah. and they see, yeah, I think this is the other thing is this top of mind awareness as well. Like mm. if they if it's a cold prospect, right? Let's say you just met someone on Facebook, had a little message or something like that. They don't know you, but if you become friends, and if you also have that profile mm. funnel built out, right, that they see your content, they see what you're doing, they see yeah. you're in the business, you're building it every day, yeah. and it builds up this you know rapport with them. They see, okay look, I know what Ryan's doing. Yeah. I know he's out like doing sales calls. I know he's training the team right mm. now. He's, he's out traveling and doing this stuff. And then when they jump on a call with you, they know so much more about your life. They know so much Very more about true. everything that's going on. And they don't just see you as a guy trying to get on a call with you. It's like, no, actually you're a person that helps a lot of other people in the business space. And I see the same thing with other SaaS founders, right? If you build up that personal brand as well, mm. it just makes your, your outbound prospecting just 10 times to like yeah, 10x the yeah. results you know i think one of the cool things that we're doing now is we're we're bringing in our own personal profiles um and setting up you know we work with vas and the growth setters i've handed my accounts over to my growth setters to do messaging from my platform um because we're in the space and we're building up that content so there's so many different ways to go about it and i think like you know we've been doing this for quite some time we've found things that work found things that don't work but if we find something and it works, we triple down on that strategy. We are like the speed of what we do things is insane. I think a lot of our, our clients realize that as well is like, we don't mess around. We're, no. we're doing big days and a, a lot of SaaS founders and, and e-learning coaches and everyone that's watching this can probably relate to that sometimes where it's like you just put in the work because it's just, it's almost addictive. Yeah. Right? Like, no. And I think that we were saying it last night, we're, we're here in a beautiful Stockholm, Sweden at the moment. Everyone came up here. I think I mentioned that earlier. Um, but we had a beautiful dinner last night. It was so good to like, you know, first time, uh, like, first time meeting, yeah, first time meeting yeah. in person, we've been working with each other for like the last six months or so. And this is the first time other than a zoom call that we've been able to see each other face to face. But, um, I think one of the key moments of all of that was the consistency of what we do. Even though we work at speed, it's the consistency of continuously pushing in this one same direction. Yes, you can filter off different ways, but we've been able to implement so many different strategies that all align towards the same goal. And I feel like a lot of people resonate with that direction with us as well. I think the way I think about it is kind of this computer science angle where the business is like a function mm. in computer science. And for people that don't program, it's like a function is something you can put in a variable and then you get an output usually. Yeah. Um, now with business, we get some information, right? We do outreach, get, get some information from the market, 
see what the result is, how many people respond, what are the responses, are they interested, right? Do it again, run the function again the day later once we have more information. Just keep rerunning that function because the better information you have, the better market knowledge you have, yeah. the better results you're going to get if you iterate, right? Of course. And the function has to be improved all the whole time. So we're constantly improving. And I think what we've got is that, and what a lot of entrepreneurs have generally or need to have is this mm. ability to, if, if you find something that's working, don't concentrate on doing every other thing, right? Really, you burn your boats and go in on the thing that makes sense, right? Of course. So with our outreach, when we see in a week that we got seven calls booked, you know, by one person, mm. I want to go in and read every single message that they send and build a new strategy around that within 24 hours. I don't yeah. want to wait until next week because no, maybe course. everyone's sending those messages again. So it requires, it's not, a, you know, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, everyone's so hyped about just get your AI on this and it's going to do it for you. <laughs> yeah. But I've gotten so many chat GPT messages. Like you, I know at this point, yeah. it's not good enough yet yeah. where it can trick you. Right. Cause most no. people are lazy enough and just want to copy paste and say, Hey, I'm going to make no, of do course. This. So in terms of the messaging and outreach, but this strategy of, of like rerunning the function is about mm. everything in the company, right? If this offer doesn't make sense, if you're, if you're course, right, if you're not selling it, well, are you getting in front of the right people? Right. Mm. And does the, are you resonating with this audience? Is the course something that people need, right? It, or is it just something that you want to do and it's more about your ego, right? If it's, yeah. if it's more about your ego, you're going to spend a lot of money trying to get new yeah. users because it's not actually helping people, right? So you need to give that value. But just keep rerunning that function on business. And I think of, of it like a shark. Like if they smell, if there's like a little drop of blood a few miles away, it's going to swim in there and like yeah. find it, you know? Yeah. It's not going to be like, ah, I'll chill. I'm going to go, so I'm going to go to the buffet or something. You know, it's like. That's, that's very true. Uh, one of the funny things that I find like in Facebook groups, I like to jump in and um, offer advice from a, a sales perspective and everything. And someone, someone was having a good conversation and I read their, read their messages and there was chat GPT responses. So like people are using AI to give advice on things instead of creating their own piece of content. And it's, <laughs> it's like the funniest thing. Cause you can just tell, right? Like, I don't like, I will say I've used chat GPT before to like send emails or, or different things or, or in all different aspects and it's a great tool but you need to have real people behind the messaging that's going out for your business and you need to have people that are trained and you need to build a culture and cultivate a team that wants to see your business have success and that's the thing that we've found with our team as well is like mm -hmm. we don't have a churn rate currently on all of our new hires over the last five months every single person is still there and they all make money and they're all doing super super well and it's even, it's even awesome. Some of our team are helping on client accounts now as well because they just love it so much and they, they go and build things on their own initiative. But, you know, um, Ada, yeah, Ada, Ada, I she think. came she, through, yeah, right? Yeah. She just built out that funnel and sent it to me. She was like, hey, Dan, by the way, I've been using this funnel for the past few days and I got a bunch of calls booked. I was like, Ada, you're crushing it. Like, yeah. I think that's the thing. It's you're, you're not, we're not here and we don't want to build a community where we're, we're like, I clock in, clock out. We want mm. to see everything you're doing and we want to track all your work and your, like, yeah, we want to see that you're working, but it's really about, hey, if you have an idea, we're going to just support that. We want to clear barriers. If you want to go build a funnel, do that because yeah. they're motivated. They're interested in helping grow their own business. And if you can find A players like this, right, it's not easy, right? We, mm. I, we've, oh my gosh, we've gone through hundreds of people, literally, you know, yeah. to find a team of people that are really sticking by us and that, that come through and say, oh, hey, Ryan, like I just booked you in 15 calls using this method. You know, I made a video, I made some content. And they're the type of people that will put in that extra effort because mm -hmm. most people, and the reason why I think AI is so popular in the, in the business space right now is most people see it as a shortcut to take themselves out of doing something like, oh, great, I don't have to think about it anymore. But you know what? 
you can't shortcut thinking about your business. You, no. There's only one person, you know, if you're the founder, there's only one person that's actually gonna know your business and know what you wanna say. ChatGPT doesn't know that, right? And you're the only person that can build that team culture and get people excited about your idea and really sell them on that and like, that they wanna be on your team, that they wanna mm. be a part of Cyberscape and be a part of the growth team because it's fun, it's cool. We, yeah. We'll like bring them out somewhere. You know, we're going to, I'm sure we're going to meet up with them soon. Oh, of course. You know? And, and like top performance, so like we mm -hmm. want to build that, that company culture, especially when you're just starting out, especially like if you've just launched your first SaaS product or e-learning course and maybe yeah. you've got, you're selling a few, right? But you're not at this point where you're selling them consistently. Yeah. Like there are different stages, right? Of course. So we Definitely. see people come to us in like many different stages, right? Like when you're do, but developing the MVP, right? The, the, the first version of the product, right? Yeah. You've got people that are coming through as well already with like an established mm -hmm. one and then like really big companies that are looking for just lots of different channels. Yeah. And they all require different ways of thinking, but if you don't have this initial idea yeah. and like a strong leader behind that, mm. and just replace that with AI, like there's, you have nothing left. Yeah, of right? course, yeah. And I don't think we're ever gonna get replaced by AI. It's a great tool, don't get me wrong, but it is good. I think we can, uh, we can leave it off with here. You guys are watching this video. Uh, we're gonna put all of our links below on how you can access both Dan and I, follow us on our social media, um, join our Facebook group, and check out more of the resources on Dan's YouTube. But I do wanna open up the floor. We are going to be active inside of the comments on all of these different videos. So if you, no matter where you're watching this, or listening, right? or, 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 or listening, feel free to reach out, ask us some questions on anything that we've discussed today. Yeah. But in terms of a first episode of whatever, I don't even know what we're calling this show at this point before it's even released. We just were like, let's film it, let's meet up, let's do a podcast, let's speak about what we need to speak about. And I think we've done quite well in this first one. Yeah, I think so. I mean, for digital founders, this is what we want to do, right? Mm -hmm. People who've started something digitally, like they understand that the digital market is where you want to be because it's scalable. It allows you to live life like this, be in Sweden, mm -hmm. and still be able to create a business and a team. Um, so yeah, basically, something that's valuable for, for these people. Yeah. So I would just, yeah, leave it off with, you know, if you're interested in learning more about this stuff or like, let's say you don't have growth setters or VAs in place that are mm -hmm. trained that know the systems, reach out, no pressure. We also will tell you if it's not a good fit. So, you know, we just want to give all this information for free so that you guys can build better businesses that are going to have customers for longer, you know, and, and have less churn and that sort of thing. So, um, as they say in Sweden, school, score, school. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you too. Love it. Thanks, guys, for watching. Thanks we'll see so you in the next episode.